Hello there. Welcome to Series 3 of Satisfied. The Series 3 podcasts relate to the Healthy Living Bible Study that covers the books of Colossians and Philemon in the New Testament. I'm Melanie Newton, just an ordinary woman who loves the Lord and His Word. We are examining spiritual infections that attack us, leaving us weak and empty. The way to fight or avoid infection is to be satisfied by the truth of God we have in Jesus Christ. That gives us a strong immune system to fight and prevent infection in our hearts and minds. My heart has been satisfied by the love and truth of Jesus. I want you to come along with me and experience that too. Together, we'll pursue healthy living in Christ. In today's podcast for Lesson 2, We'll look at how we can resist the tyranny of the urgent infection. In Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 through 14, Paul asks God to fill the Colossian Christians with knowledge and understanding about his will so that they would live a life worthy of the Lord Jesus. The prayer is that they would know the Lord so well that they would gain wisdom for their daily lives. From this wisdom, They would apply what they know to various situations they face through clear analysis and decision-making. The result is living a life that pleases the Lord Jesus in every way. That is what the Lord wants for you, too. He wants you to take what He teaches you through His Word and do it. When faced with a new situation, you will know what to do because of your previous experience applying God's Word in your life. Sounds great, doesn't it? But you and I both know it's just not that easy. Lots of things crop up in our lives, demanding our immediate time and attention. Some shout pretty loudly, do this now or else. We can easily become slaves to the tyranny of the urgent infection. That phrase, the tyranny of the urgent, comes from the title of a small book written years ago, but still popular in Christian circles. I remember reading it when I first became a Christian. It describes the danger of letting the urgent crowd out the important. The author says this, We live in a constant tension between the urgent and the important. Often urgent, though less important, tasks call for immediate response. The appeal of these demands seems irresistible, and they devour our energy. But in the light of eternity, Their momentary prominence fades. With a sense of loss, we recall the important tasks that have been set aside. We realize that we've become slaves to the tyranny of the urgent. Now, we know there are times when the urgent is also important. When your child breaks an arm, you drop everything you planned for that day to take her to the nearest emergency room. That's life. That's not the tyranny of the urgent infection. But in our extreme busyness answering those endless urgent demands, we often can't see which ones are truly important any longer. It's like being blind and not knowing how to find the door to get out of a room. Do you feel this way sometimes by all the demands placed on you? I read an article several years ago about two plants growing along the roadside in 11 states. One is called giant hogweed. What a name. The other is Queen Anne's Lace. 
both grow on tall stems, with each stem boasting white flowers on its crown. They are attractive. But giant hogweed sap causes painful burns on the skin and blindness when it comes into contact with the eyes. That's what I said, blindness. Queen Anne's lace, however, is harmless. When you stop on the side of the road and pick these flowers, you better know the difference and pay attention to avoid devastating results. I got to thinking that our busyness and giving in to the tyranny of the urgent leads to a type of blindness also. Because we do it to ourselves, it's really an intentional blindness. Bible teacher Priscilla Shira put it this way, intentional blindness is the trick our own brains play on us, keeping us preoccupied with one thing while leaving us unaware and oblivious to another. That's dangerous. It's like the giant hogweed towering so high with attractive white blossoms swaying in the breeze on a sunny day. You don't find out the harm until it's too late, leaving a wake of regret that you had not picked the Queen Anne's lace instead. That's what the tyranny of the urgent infection does to us. So what makes us susceptible to this infection? For many of us, it's the desire to satisfy others' expectations of us. All of us have only 24 hours per day, no more. And part of that time needs to be used for sleep, allowing our bodies to rest and get refreshed. When we don't stop to evaluate how we're spending our time, we can become blinded by the poisonous effects of overscheduling and letting our mobile devices rule us. We end up saying yes to some of the demanding things that leave us feeling burned and blistered. But if we say no to those, we can say yes to the important things that have lasting influence, like taking time to be in God's Word so we can get filled with the knowledge of His will for our lives. Dear believer, you and I must ask the Lord to help us determine what is truly important in our lives, to overcome intentional blindness, whether it's a daily quiet time with God or making friends, caring for family, those necessary work tasks, church ministry, whatever it is, that's discernment. Then you seek the Lord's guidance to make pre-decisions. Predecisions are decisions you make in advance that will help you to resist the tyranny of the urgent infection in your life. Sometimes you must say no to that pleading email or text assuring you of the importance of whatever that event or task is and how you must take it on right now. But it's not likely they will cancel their plans just because you can't head it up. It's not likely the world will fall apart because you don't read or answer an email. The goal is that you would live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way. Colossians chapter 1 verses 9 and 10. That's what they say. What might happen when you resist this tyranny of the urgent infection? Well, some things will be left unfinished. You might choose to let housework go while your children nap so you can rest and get refreshed before the supper time battle ahead. 
I chose not to answer work emails after 7 p.m. You can do that too, unless you're on call that day. I love the Do Not Disturb feature on my phone. Some events you just won't attend. Some tasks you just won't take on. Some people might get mad at you. But we need to give each other freedom in this area and not take it personally when others do not attend or help to prepare our events or answer our texts. Other events you will attend or tasks you will take on because now you've time to do so and you've decided that they really matter in the long run for God and for you. Those predecisions fit well here. Some friendships will be made because you stop talking about having your neighbors over and actually plan a date and time to be with them. That's satisfying your desire to live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, more than satisfying the expectations of others. Because of the freedom Christ gives you through His Spirit and His Word, you don't have to become a slave to the tyranny of the urgent infection. The Lord Jesus showed you how you can resist trying to satisfy others' expectations. One example is found in Luke. Jesus had healed a bunch of people one evening. The next morning, he found a place to be by himself and pray to his father. But when the people found him, they tried to keep him from leaving them. You can almost hear them saying, stay here with us and keep healing us. In Luke chapter 4, verse 43, Jesus answered their urgent demands this way. I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. And that's what he did. If Jesus could say no to needy people and good works because he had another purpose, so can you. So can I. The night before he died, Jesus told his father in John chapter 17, verse 4, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Completing the work? This is before the crucifixion. Sick and injured people are still present in Israel. We see them in Acts. Not everyone in Samaria and Judea had heard his message. Yet he did what he was supposed to do not what everyone wanted him to do. That's the truth for him and the truth for you. The Bible says this to us. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. The tyranny of the urgent infection is hollow and deceptive. It leads you away from living a life that pleases the Lord in every way. Knowing the truth of God that you have in Jesus Christ gives you an immune system that fights and prevents spiritual infection. Let Jesus satisfy your heart needs with His truth and His love so you can get well and stay well. Until next time, I'm Melanie Newton hoping you will join me in being satisfied by his love.